I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Sponsored by Treeball Soft Mints. Absolute Radio. Hello. It's, um... It's that, you know, not the weekend podcasting with Frank Skinner. Um, through the auspices of, I've said it again, um, Absolute Radio. And auspices. I'm with, um, I'm with uh, Gareth and Emily. Mm. Hello. And, um... We were just, you know, sitting around talking. We thought we'd invite you to join us. What about that? Yeah. For a way of putting it, to you know, to suggest the intimate um, mm. manner of the whole shebang. So shebang, shebang. Oh, I love that one. She moves. Do you know? I once went to Barcelona to see uh, Ricky Martin live. Well, I think you might have told wow. me this. Yeah. Um, why was it a girlfriend made you? It go? It was a girlfriend. She didn't make me go. I, I took her as a bit of a treat. Oh. You know. And what a treat it was. It was half term. Did he sing She Bang? Um, I did. Right. He sang, he sang, he sang. He started with um, Living La Vida Logan. No, I don't oh, want I love to, it. I don't mm. want him to start with the big hit. Where's he got to go? Yeah. From there. Okay, you know, we still had Undos Tres for the, uh, <laughs> for the encore, but I'd have held back Living La Vida Logan. And Hero? Did he end with Hero? No, that's not him. That's on we care bless you, oh, you yeah. fool. Oh, I, thought, I, thought you compl- I thought, oh, God, they've picked a hole in my um, Ricky Martin knowledge. <laughs> Frank, you oh, know right. exactly I'm what you're talking confused. about. It's this fool here with his Enrique Iglesias <laughs> rubbish. But Enrique, <laughs> is so he the one that's just done a really rude... Uh, he's done a really rude titled song, Enrique, hasn't he? Oh, it's sort of Let Me Touch You There No, no, it's, it's, it's got, it's got um, a swear word Have in I the title. Have I just made that up? No, I, Has sorry, it? I thought you were just... Reading a note <laughs> that Gareth had passed across. Um, no, I mean, it's got a proper swear word in it. Category C. Category F. Oh, dear. Yeah, I, I mean, in the title. It's wow. all right, it's all right slipping one in verse three, where no one's going to... I mean, well, it's in the exactly. T- What's happened to him? See, they start off wearing a woolly hat indoors. Next thing you know, they're swearing. <laughs> that is the whole urban experience as I see it. Anyway, um, those of you who listen to the, the radio show as well as... I don't know if there's anyone who would listen to this and not the radio show. I mean, this, I see this as, as, a, as an annex. Exactly. Sort of an appendix. Radio. Or an appendix, mm. if you like. Mm. What else could it be? An addendum. An ad- we're doing... We're, mm. we're coming up... We're, as you can tell, we've got the Oxford English Dictionary. <laughs> so we're, we're going through for what this is. But um, in, I was talking about the fact that I was, I'd been interviewed by a lady from Love It. And uh, one of the things she did... Was I had to draw um, three words out of her out of her um, hat, a sequined hat, um, and uh, and make a joke out of it. Mm. And we did it on the show. And I have to say, Gareth Richards knocked me into a cocked hat with it. He I think I think I Gareth Richards enjoys obviously a sort of dardarist <laughs> approach <laughs> to, to comedy. You know, the dardarist, as I'm sure you all know, is a movement they used to write poetry and, and stuff. By just putting words onto paper, throwing it in the air, and whatever, wherever mm. it landed, that would be the poem. Mm. And uh, and I, I, I yeah, didn't it, know you were it, a dardarist. It, it may have been a fluke. 
Well, there's one way to find out. Oh, oh no. Pressure's on. No, but I feel like one of those people now who loses. You know when yeah. they, they, they play, <laughs> maybe they play their 12-year-old na- uh, nephew yeah. a table football at the Christmas party, and then they lose, and you see the slight twitch in the corner of the mouth, and they mm. say, well, come on, best of three, then. Best of three, <laughs> I feel like that first. This is exactly what it is. This is sly tackling a toddler. Playing football. Yeah, but you're, we've proved that you are a, a Dardarist comic, so, you know, I'm on the back foot, as it were. Okay, on with the game. I've got a back foot. <laughs> really? It's That's weird. Very I don't know. It is, it is, yeah. In a field. The money I've saved on shooting sticks. Mm. <laughs> I've got continue. a little tub here. I know you have, but oh. we don't bring it up. <laughs> but I love the way it sits on those Excuse designer me. jeans, like Dumpty on a brick wall. Talk about anything else, but not my tummy. Okay. It's actually not bad, Gareth, is it? <laughs> it's, not it's, not, it's not. I've bad. got. It's quite washboard. I've got uh, a little tub here, and it's got pieces of paper written down by the producer with random words. Okay, so you're <laughs> going to have three words, guys, to make construct a joke from. Can I say the last time we did this, the yeah. three words that came out chosen by the producer were yeah. King. Texas and was it kidney the other one? Yeah, yeah. Not I would call common components no, of a joke. No. I think she sort so of I, she I, does I, live in Birmingham. She though. gets herself into like a trance-like state. I was like that. Does she have South a familiar American chemicals? Yeah, and this gets quite wild. <laughs> Who's Derek? What's he called? Joe? Is it Derek? Sam? Derek, <laughs> Sam, Sam, Derek Sam. Calls <laughs> familiar. These were chosen by um, by Emma's familiar, who okay. I think is called Enid. <laughs> I'm guessing. Shall we begin? Yeah, uh, here, here comes the Do words. It. As Do Enrique it. Iglesias has said. I'm tense. Word Can number... Can I say Gareth is actually limbering up? He's physically limbering <laughs> up. Picture that, if you will. Word number one. Mm. Spatula. <laughs> what? <laughs> You've made that up. I haven't. I well, haven't. Well. Gareth's making notes. <laughs> okay. Spatula. Gareth's like a countdown contestant. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. Oh, they're I'm gonna... drawing a mind map. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are we going to go over to you, Em, at the end? And you'll, you'll be sitting with Giles Brandon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I dish, will not. No, I wouldn't do that. You could also Terrible. Have had... oh. Go on, then. Spatula. Word number two. Parachute. <gasps> I mean... <laughs> I like daisies. <laughs> Sudden... Gasps! <gasps> well, I mean, I, I can't believe it. Gareth's already... Gareth's Gareth is actually looking exactly like a countdown. <laughs> He's the, got that slight do, swagger. Do, 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 okay. In the world do, do, of comedy, I am the countdown contestant of comedy. That probably... He's very blockbusters as well. Style. If I come up with the same joke as you, will I have to pass the bit of paper <laughs> yeah, across yeah, for you yeah, to no. check it? What I'll check the workings check out. One of the least professional things ever done on television <laughs> is that. Two contestants pass a bit of paper to each other to see... If, anyway. Well, so what's happened to implied trust, which there should be... <laughs> what has happened to implied In the same trust? way that when you win at the end, you assume that you're going to get your money, unless it's bullseye, when you have to see the cash. But Yeah. OK, yeah. so, so far, Frank, we've got spatula. We've got parachute. <laughs> Word number three. Mushroom. <laughs> OK. Mushroom, parachute, spatula. Um, okay. Well. Would you like some time to think no, about no, it? No, no, you can't have time to think about it. Oh, you have to go straight into it. So I was in this, I joined this, um, um, gay, uh, gay skydiving team. Um, and, um, I was in the plane ready to, 
jump, and one of the men was standing ex- ex- extremely close to me. And uh, I said, I have to say, there's not much room <laughs> in this play. <laughs> and he said, he said to me, he was a confirmed spatula. <laughs> Very good. That's going to be quite hard to beat, no, no, particularly mushroom. Here it comes. Um, so, um, Cheryl Cole was performing her hit "I Don't Need a Parachute," and oh. um, mm-hmm. one day, and she came off stage, and um, she was um, she, she hesitation. Uh, her, her rider, <laughs> her rider, involved some um, um, mushrooms. Um, okay. And um, she um, didn't like the mushrooms, so she so she projected them from her mouth, and then she ate um, some Wrigley's gum, and then she went back to sing. And one oh. of her entourage said, "Oh, that's what Cheryl's always like, spatula." <laughs> spat- I don't get spat- it because she spat out the spat out the mushroom, and then she chewed some spat. Under a lot of pressure. Oh, I see, and then song, and then song. Spatula. Oh, I get it. One each, then. (laughs) One all. One all. So, um, yeah, what else? What else is in the news? Cider later. See, what's happened is I I only had a six, but you've claimed a seven, but I'm afraid it's not in the (laughs) dictionary. I'm afraid not. I think you're right. It seems like it could have been a word, but... Saying out loud. Don't, 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 don't. Let it go. Sorry, Frank. I'm just going to take my gilet off. It's, it's, it's um, very hot in here, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Sorry. It's so hot, I'd say that... Um, it's getting hotter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All my lower parts are completely oh. now external. <laughs> oh, I'm taking my jacket off. It's so hot in here. It's ridiculous. Do you mind if I take my jeans off? Yeah. It's well, that's how Bewitch started and their career went down the toilet. Once they got out the denim... <laughs> <laughs> Could you hang that on the back of the... Thank you so much. I t- so I turn for the mic, it, it doesn't sound good if I turn away. So I just can't... No. Oh. Anyway, so... I feel a bit itchy. Well, speaking of itchiness, <laughs> what about um, David Cameron's children? He, probably one of the poshest blokes yeah. in Britain. They've got nits. <laughs> well, exactly. I find it reassuring that, mm. that posh people's kids get nits as well. Though I can imagine he's probably had them loaded with nits to seem like a man of the people. Yeah. No, but Frank, so... nits like clean hair. Or is that what your mum tells you yeah, to make you feel better? I don't believe that for one second. It's true. Nits like clean hair. Well, I had nits when I was a child, and I, one thing I didn't have was clean hair. We, we didn't, I don't remember washing my hair until I was about 14, and then it was... With, I, used, I washed it with soap till I was 20. You didn't. I just continued. When I washed my face, I just kept going. <laughs> yeah. So I, no. we had a woman used to come round, a friend of mine who was a very black country man, he used to call the knit nurse, and she was the knit nurse. <laughs> so knit nurse is coming. And she used, we used to go into a room and they used to look at us individually at our hair. This is wow, at the school they, or at the at house? school, yeah. yeah. Okay. Not, they didn't come to the house. Mm. And then, uh, so the idea was that if you did have knits, no one would know. So mm. then you'd all go back to your class and the knit nurse would come in and say, right, you, you, you and you. And of course <laughs> oh. it's so... Oh, that's so obvious. So I remember sitting in the chair at home and my mum picking her way through my my hair like an ape. Mm. And every, well, she'd say, oh, God, this is a good one. And I'd hear, oh, and what she was used that? To, she used to 
She used to kill him in between her that, thumbnails. Oh, I feel sick. <laughs> well, there was no internet in them days. We had we had oh. to make our own entertainment. Oh. And her hands would be co- her fingers would be covered in blood. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It was magnificent. What is wow? But I had nits as an adult, Frank. Did you? Yeah. How did you get them? Well, do you think I got them off my friend's kids? And I do have quite long hair, as you know. Kids, as we, I think we all know, are a reservoir of disease and well, infection. Exactly. But I found out that I had nits, and it was really embarrassing as well. Well, it is, of course. And I just started going out with someone at the time. We went on holiday. <laughs> so I had to go to the chemist without him seeing. And he did say to me afterwards, I got a bit... He said, look, you've got nits, haven't you? Did he? Yes. And I said, he said, Perceptive. I was a bit suspicious. Was he a celebrity? Yes, he was. Oh, OK. He said, when I saw you with a Detective. coming out of the chemist with a bottle Let's with a picture... Let's hope it was Duncan Goodhue. <laughs> <laughs> he said, when I saw you coming out of the chemist with... And on the bottle of it is a picture of a giant beetle on it, oh. got, oh, which is true. But I also, another time, then I had to go in and buy some from the chemist and I lied and said I had children because I was embarrassed. OK. Can you get lotion for children? Well, no, but it's I just see. that he said, he assumed he said how many mm. children and I just went, two. <laughs> oh, you thought one adult head. Yeah, it was a bit embarrassing. Uh, yeah. And he said, boy or girl? Who was testing me? Wow. I said, both. I wonder what they make of your extensions. <laughs> I don't have extensions. Oh. This is my real hair. Oh. It's long, mm. isn't it? This is my, <laughs> it's not that it. long. It's my real hair. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. clears throat> so, yeah. No, Are I we... think, I do think it's funny, though, nits. I <laughs> think it's funny? <laughs> yeah. Have you had nits? David Cameron. Oh, yeah, I've had loads of nits. Yeah? They've got mousse now, though. Back in the day, they used to have this terrible lotion that was, like, really... Selsun. Burnt you. They like, had this stuff. Really when I was at school, it was purple stuff they used Pripsen. to put on your hair. That was a giveaway as well. Oh, I had Pripsen. No, that was for worms. And, Sorry. The, and those combs where the teeth in the comb were yes. virtually yeah. a solid block. They were so <laughs> the tightest teeth combs in the world. Yeah, and they went through you with a fine tooth comb. It's as simple as that. Mm. Um, I, a friend of mine um, said that, um, which I thought was funny, was that when she was at school and um, Mark Bolan was big at the time, mm. and he had a haircut, had all his haircut off, and everyone at school said it was because he had nits. <laughs> it's possible. I imagine he hung around with some shabby people. Yeah. Mm. We, had, uh, we had mice as well on the infestation front. <clears throat> I remember my dad was once standing, just, he, was just, um, he was just wiping his hands on a tea towel. Because mm. I don't know about you with tea towels. Uh, if I get wet hands, I don't go to the bathroom and find a proper towel. Use the tea towel. You yeah, with me? Yep. So he's there drying his hands on the tea towel. Suddenly he leapt like a salmon. He leapt full <laughs> length across the, across the room. And what he was doing, he'd seen a mouse and he leapt like a slip catch. He caught it in the tea towel. <gasps> wow. Did he? Brilliant. He was very, he was very then, good oh. with the... Uh, what did he do with it? Oh, he killed it. Oh. Yeah, he was... Uh, he was uh, Bare hands? Um... Actually, Mike, to give him the benefit of the doubt, I think uh, we had a cat at the time, and I think he sort of took it out and then let the cat have it. So he continued the, mm. the food chain. He didn't just kill it willy-nilly. Mm. We came home from school one day. I don't know if I've told you this, but um, we came home from school and my mum said, oh, um, the guinea pig wasn't looking well. Mm-hmm. So um, Softening you up. So I drowned it. Oh. And her dad, because her dad used to keep pigeons, he would... If I like the, the way you moved on swiftly. <laughs> no, this is putting in context that he'd, he would, if the baby pigeons weren't well, he would drown it in a bucket of water. So my mum had done this to our guinea pig. Okay. She had got a bucket of water and held it under. 
until it stopped moving. Uh, okay. She drowned the guinea pig. We didn't try and get off school for a while after that. We're saying we were ill. I that suppose she thought, terrible. well, you know, we, when we're in Disneyland, we won't be able to feed it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a toss of a kind. You, you and your brother didn't go under. Why did she drown the guinea pig? Because it, it wasn't well. It must have not looked well. I haven't been well, but don't drown me. <laughs> okay, I could, I could, I could take the bucket back out. She obviously thought, you know, you go to the, um, you go to the, uh, whatever they call them, the veterinarian, it's going to cost a fortune to have that put down. <laughs> so we just put it in there. She needn't have told you, couldn't she? She just said it died. And we, yeah. She should say what my dad said. Daddy, Danny's a dead pussy. <laughs> That's what he said when my cat dies. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> Don't ever have that put on a T-shirt. That's my advice. <laughs> yeah, well, she could have. She could have said it had just died, though. I suppose if you'd found it in the bin, true. she could have said it was buried at sea. You <laughs> could have. Oh God, was, did you did you hold out it's any hope really at sad, all of Frank. Uh, maybe <laughs> artificial respiration? <laughs> But when she says it wasn't feeling well, that's a bit non-specific. Yeah, it is a bit. How does she guess, know? It's guesswork, isn't it? Largely. I mean, exactly. It's not going to say, "Oh, it felt terrible." <laughs> I imagine it was really. It seemed like it was in pain, not just a bit. Peaky. It seemed. That's my problem <laughs> guess, with yeah, this whole no, thing. It seemed. It's yeah. Subjective. It certainly looked slightly panic-stricken when it came <laughs> up for the third time. <laughs> oh God! You don't. Even, you can't even hold them by the tail. A guinea pig. Oh, it's really upset me. Oh come on. <laughs> I've, my dad put a spade through a dog in our, <laughs> in our garden. Oh, my God. Why did he do that? Because people then, they didn't take animals to be put down. It was just, you know, just, they were going to die anyway. It's quick, it was very quick. Oh, great. Spade through a dog. <laughs> yeah, not Shep. No, oh, when, God, no, not When Shep. they say it needs to be spayed, that's not what they mean. No, I know. That, clearly, <laughs> that was a mistake. When I had a mice problem, my mum just turned up and went, oh, my God, darling, and she turned up... With a hammer and some black pepper. That's what she did. Well, she's going to season them. They don't like being seasoned. <laughs> I find that. We had uh, we had fly- we had flies in my um, in my Birmingham flat. I have a Birmingham flat, and uh, blimey, I mean there was there was like it felt like a million flies in there. So I I, I obviously I rolled a newspaper. I'm a traditionalist, mm. and I went after them. And um, it was actually utterly exhausting. You try and kill that many flies with a, with a newspaper. Mm. And I did think, you know, you're always thinking of, you know I me, mean, I'm always looking for an opportunity, mm. a, a career opportunity. And I was thinking workout video, <laughs> where, you know, yeah. that it comes with a load with of, a, flies. of flies. Yeah. It could come with maybe a horse head, <laughs> and then you grow your own flies. <laughs> And then, because it really did, it was a proper workout, trying to kill them. Mm. And you start thinking, maybe a bit of backhand, and, you know, you start yeah. developing a technique. <laughs> and when I went to bed that night, I closed my eyes, and I could still see the sort of fly movements going across my... Mm. Yeah. We had, um, in our, when we lived in Cardiff, we had, we had slugs. And um, so you'd come down in the morning, and all mm. the, ca- the carpet, there'd be a, a silvery trail over the carpet all around. Were they, were, see, we had silver fish. Do you remember those? Yeah. Get oh, up yeah. in the morning. When you put the light on, or if you got up in the night, they'd all scamper. The be, it'd be yeah. like a beautiful... Were they in the bath, were they? No, they were on the carpet. Yeah. Oh, I think they're normally in the bath, but never mind. Oh, yeah. the carpet. <laughs> if you could imagine, it was like I left my action man once on the floor, and it looked like he'd opened a trout farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they scatter. That doesn't happen so much with slugs. No, the slower. Slug scattering is a very unspectacular (laughs) phenomenon. (laughs) Quick run for it. Have we started? 
So this week in the paper, it's very exciting, um, scientists have made a breakthrough um, with um, making invisibility, an invisibility cloak. Oh. What? what they, well, it's not quite a cloak, but kind of they use um, crystals. They use um, a particular sort of crystals. Calcite. Yes, calcite crystals. Oh, God, that was good. And um, yeah, it's good. Well made up. Yeah. No, that is it. And um, they, they've only been managed, they've only managed to like make t- micron level things disappear before, but they've done it with pins and paper clips now. Up, well, to, up to one centimetre. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> They've made pins and paper clips invisible. Yeah, yes. appear to not be there. It's by splitting light in some way. Yeah. So they're still there. They're, they're still invi- there, but they're That's invisible. Incredible. But yeah, they don't make them disappear. It's not they're like not the great Soprendo. No. Well, no one is anymore. <laughs> he did disappear. God bless him. Oh, well, He's that's... in the box. <laughs> um, Can I say? I don't maybe. God bless him. Uh, well, that's absolutely incredible, isn't yeah. it? Invisibility. I mean, that's one of the dreams of humanity, to be invisible. Well, don't get crude. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, because I remember at school, boys used to talk about, imagine if you was invisible, you could yeah. just sit in the girls' changing rooms yeah. and stuff like that. And no. you, you couldn't really. No. Could you, in case someone sat on you. Well, I mean, there are also, several things. Also, you couldn't see really, anything because you'd be blind anyway. Hold it. Why would you be blind? Because the light would have nothing to reflect off, would it? That's how you're able to see. So it would go straight past your optic nerve or whatever. You wouldn't be able to see anything. Is that right? Yeah. Well, that's absolutely... My goodness. But yeah. it's true, though, isn't it? Because <laughs> that's thing. how you see. Wait, what's going on? It's because the light reflects off your retina. Oh, I don't know how you see. I just thought... Oh, I know that. <laughs> So how come the light you've made me go cross-eyed? <laughs> so is this why you can't see in the dark? Presumably, yeah. Well, I'll get to our house. <laughs> That's why there's no lights. But then, but isn't it one way, the invisibility cloak? It's not making everything else Don't invisible. treat me like Stephen Hawking suddenly. I know one <laughs> well, thing. Well, no, but you made this Stephen up. You can't Fry. see out of a... Sti- no, but the invisibility up. cloak is... That's true. But one thing that used... When these kids used to talk about, you know, oh, yeah. God, we'd be able to see, you know, Susan, whoever... Mm. It, I won't use her name... Uh, would be able to just sit and you know, and and yeah. I and I used to think, well, the trouble is, we'd have to be naked. Mm. Yeah, we have no because you couldn't wear clothes, obviously. So they they're not going to go invisible. So oh, you'd yeah. have to sit in the girls' changing rooms naked, and that you never. I don't think I'd have the confidence that it it wasn't going to wear off suddenly, and yeah, then no, suddenly you're naked in the girls, <laughs> and and then you'd have to you'd have to do that thing. Oh oh oh, what happened? Oh and no, you know. Yeah. I know I didn't fancy that. They might accidentally throw a towel on you. I'd have a really nice day. I'd just go to cinema. Wouldn't have to pay. It'd be nice what, to watch a film invisible. Also, what occurs to me is, well, would you would all of you be invisible? Everything internal mm. and everything. Yeah, I don't think you just want to be, like, body, you know... What if you got a dirty? Kidney, <laughs> a kidney going to Texas. Wouldn't there be two ve- vague <laughs> grey patches of aerosol <laughs> moving through the air? <laughs> well, that, that oh, would oh, what if me. I had nail polish on? What about if you'd left a tiny piece of toilet paper on your bottle? <laughs> <laughs> that would just be in midair. What a giveaway. <laughs> There's all sorts of other oh, problems. I must say, it would be brilliant, though, wouldn't it? If I yeah. could do it, if yeah. I could be invisible, like, for a day, I wouldn't go and sit in Kate Winslet's bedroom no. and wait. What would you do? I would go to Derek Akora's house. <laughs> <laughs> and I would move stuff about. <laughs> I might, you know, pick up a teacup in front of him, lift it in there and put it down again. Just so he started to think, oh, God, that... 
I know. There are real spirits. Mm. I've been lying all these years yeah, and see, now they've come back together. See get what me. he does, because if he acts surprised... Yeah. Or if you were doing a TV he? show, if you suddenly, like, yeah. got him in a headlock... <laughs> <laughs> and he'd, he'd be going, oh, get him, Sam! Sam! Get him, Sam! You know, it'd be, <laughs> it'd be brilliant. It'd be yeah. really challenge everything about the, uh, the whole Akorian Empire. Have some fun with some Ouija boards. You could. Spell out whatever yeah. you want. You could just hit a core full in the <laughs> face. As long as if you've got blood on your hand, of course, then you'd be, uh, they'd be able to spot you. Yeah. Yeah, but I, um, I thought I might like to um, go to um, Buckingham Palace. Mm-hmm. It was weird you know, thinking you, about can it. Can I say you I'm don't not... have to be invisible to do that? <laughs> no, but I'm not a royalist, but I realised if I was invisible, I'd quite like to go and sit with the Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh just see what they talk about. I don't think they talk anymore. Do you think they do? Talk? I don't know. I just Find think out. you'd be drawn in. You know what I mean? You'd, you'd start off in. like that. Next thing you know, you're with her in the toilet. <laughs> I yeah. just think as the temptations. <laughs> that's why I don't want to know about it. I no. think you'd be the, the, there are terrible temptations. Stealing, of course, wouldn't be one oh, because yeah. you couldn't shoplift because the the items wouldn't be invisible. Poltergeist. Yeah, but they couldn't apprehend you. So you could still. Well, they just follow the follow the handbag. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine, couldn't you? Some security guard shouting, "Follow the handbag!" <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm scratching. Keep talking amongst yourself. I like to be. Uh, if I, I wouldn't want to be invisible all the time, but being able to be invisible on demand would be quite good. Oh yeah, we'd all so want that. So that if <laughs> if no, you, I odd um, it would be, wouldn't it? Invisible on demand. Um. You know, if you just say something really awkward in a social situation, just ping, you could just and disappear. You've... Well, you've still got to clear up your mess, love, at some stage. <laughs> they know <laughs> you said it. They'd know you were there sure. as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I think it'd be more useful to alter world events in some way. Like, you could mm. run onto the pitch at West Brom, you could change everything. You could you could pick that little ball up, put it somewhere else. <laughs> it's, you're right. That's mm. true. I'm on the goal line. Yeah. I did think Two about goalies. that this week. I watched... Um, Sky 3D. Oh, yeah. And uh, and at West Bromwich Albion, we're, we're on. I'd never watched them on... Th- well, actually, I, I have watched them in 3D before, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> about 10 million <laughs> times. But, I mean, I watched them on telly in 3D. Yeah. And I thought, you know, it would be brilliant if, if, if I could have got Kath to watch it, which she won't watch football, and I would have got one of those yellow um, official issue... Premier League footballs, and when the ball went up, just <laughs> thrown it into the room like that. That would have been such a great practical joke. But of course, the moment had gone. Let's not uh, let's not worry about oh, that. The mice are in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did you read about the world's loudest alarm clock? Oh, I, I want that. That would be. You know, we bought you a John Wayne cookie clock for your birthday. How could I forget that? That's what I want. This loudest alarm clock. So just so you know. How loud is it? It's very loud. Well, apparently, yeah. It's almost... I think it's, like, only 30 decibels um, less it's, loud than an ambulance. An ambulance? Yeah. But that's really loud. I yeah, get it's, all, it's close to an ambulance an amb- you sound. Know, you know, when an ambulance is at its loudest, it's a bit upsetting. Yes. Especially if you're in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. You actually get tearful as an yeah, ambulance. Yeah, like, just, it's a bit much. Well, perhaps you're Maybe. just allergic to the Doppler effect. <laughs> that could be it. But mm. I need this, Frank, because... I do have real problems waking up with the sn- and the snooze. I'm so dependent yeah. on the snooze. And actually, oh, no, I never what's the snooze? the snooze? Do you not? I You're more disciplined than me. The whole thing with the snooze. For me, people who use the snooze, 
their life is on snooze. Well, you know what I'm saying? Thing. It's true. It's true. It's. I feel sick. I feel ashamed of my dependence yeah. on the snooze button. Where What's does it the come point? from? That thing about oh, a little extra five minutes. No, because it tricks you. It, it tricks, tricks you, and then you think, right, I've done all my snoozing now. Now I'll just lie in bed for a minute, and because yeah. I'm up now, I won't go to sleep. But I'll just lie here a minute. You wake up an hour later. You know, Ethan's eaten a shepherd. Not in my bed, no. <laughs> Ethan's eaten a shepherd. <laughs> eaten a shepherd. Goodness mm. me. That's, uh, no, but Frank, Sorry. what I have to do is I'm dependent on the snooze and then I feel filled with self-loathing because mm. I've used the Quite snooze. Right. Yeah, I know it is. You're right. And then I'll think, like, there's only one way for it. After two snoozes... Two snoozes? Two snoozes. Oh, I man, know, like Frank! I know! <laughs> They're ten so minutes good. each. Ten minutes ten a piece. Minutes. <laughs> it's true. That's twenty ten minutes. Ten minutes. snooze. Have a five-minute snooze. Have four. <laughs> <laughs> Can you can you change the snooze duration? Can you? I think you can on some things. Oh well, mine's ten minutes. My, I've got. Emma's I've, saying yes. Daisy's saying definitely no. I've just kept it as manufacturer setting. But you can get a snooze flash. Oh, <laughs> so I've got two snoozes, Frank. Two snoozes later. Right. And then I think this is getting ridiculous. I feel, I feel so angry with myself. I then pull the duvet back, like like in one very swift movement, and I just lie there. Until and then I think I'm so cold I'll have to get up. That's my way of getting up. You I know was... what worries me now? There's men listening to this on their iPods. <laughs> <laughs> they will have stopped mid walk. <laughs> you know, yeah. at the thought of of your duvet flying back and you just lying there in the cold, mm. getting all the silver fish scuttling away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. What on Emily? <laughs> She's infested apparently. Yeah. Excuse me, Richard and Andy. <laughs> you might want to play this back. <laughs> well, no, I uh, when I did the Charles Atlas course. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that? When I was fourteen, I did the Charles Atlas bodybuilding. You <laughs> did it. You too can have a body like mine. Yeah. You did. It was I did. Charles Atlas. Charles Atlas Charles was Atlas. A, a very famous uh, bodybuilder, and he used to do this course <laughs> for people like me, nine stone. Well, I wasn't nine mm. stone. It's like a five stone weekly. When you're fourteen, you shouldn't do it that young. No, probably Still not. Growth. I think yeah, it's said... Be like Gareth, do the, do the Charles Atlas when you're 24. <laughs> no, I think it said 13 to uh, 60 or something like that. Oh, right. I could do it again at this time. <laughs> I've still got it somewhere. Anyway, I did the Charles Atlas, and, and he used to say, one thing you must never do is, one, once you're awake, you have to get up instantly. Do not lie around. Mm. And what he used to... What he'd said, and what I used to do, is you keep two flannels in the fridge... And you go straight down, get out of bed, go straight to the fridge. You, you slap one on the small of your back and the other one on your um, sh- genitalia. Right, I don't think <laughs> this is okay. I don't think this is okay. Think it's okay. <laughs> it used to be. Telling 13-year-old boys to slap cold flannels on their genitalia. I don't think this is savoury. Well, my mum and dad were just glad I'd put anything. I just, they were having breakfast. I walked in naked half asleep over straight to the fridge. They were happy for a flannel just to go anywhere. Yeah, near exactly. It. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they were glad for. Yeah, but it's true. I used to do Probably that every morning. Up every morning for three months. Did you do that? Yeah. Wow. That explains it. <laughs> yeah. And how uh, did it, how did you find growth? it? Well, it woke me up. I will say that <laughs> there was no snooze on the flannel. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So Frank, so your these is days, you snooze, you lose. Yes. Frank, these days, how do you arise then? That's a very you personal question. <laughs> you can't do it without a cold flannel now. No, the, I find the cold flannel is 
But it's not helpful. Frank, you know what I mean. I mean, when you get up there, are you, are you straight out like a shot? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, will you stop it? She's getting like carry I'm not on, doing carry it on, on podcast. I'm honestly not doing it on no, purpose. No, I'm not blaming you. It's okay. Gareth when he's it's with his. Not my fault. But are you straight out of bed? What I do is <laughs> I. My iPhone, which is what I use as an alarm. Is it that one? No, which it's, one it's it? the one that sounds a bit like. Um, Susie and the Banshees, Hong Kong Garden. I know ding, it well. Ding, 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 ding. It sounds blah. But I keep it on um, on the bedroom chair, not at, not at my side. Oh. You know the bedroom chair? You know, this, also, yes. I have a chair in my bedroom, which I personally have never sat on. I have one of those. It's got things like um, clothes on it mm. and uh, a laptop. There's a laptop on it. I have no mm. idea why. I keep it over there, so I have to get out of bed to switch off the alarm. And then once you're up, you're up. I'm going to start doing this. Mm. I'd recommend that. What about you, Gareth? Do you ever have cause to set the alarm? I do. Well, no, actually, at the moment, um, Ethan does wake us up. What time does he... Time. Uh, so, sort of from about five o'clock, any time after that. Does he, he have a snooze? He, um, he, he comes in our bed, as we've discussed. Does he walk? You could, if you had chloroform yeah. by the time he's crazy. He does walk, though, no. But I thought they were in cages. Cot he, is thing. A, he is in a cot, yeah. Okay, but um, we have to go and get him because he cries quite loudly. And for a while, he will. He do, he likes to cuddle Laura and sort of lies on her head. Oh. At, at, at with nappy or without? This is not the cat. With, with nappy. Okay. No, not the cat. Um, but if you had chloroform by the side of the thing, you mm. could you could have a sort of a snooze effect. No, but on if him. once you just, start just using the chloroform. There's no going back, I think, <laughs> with children. <laughs> so you, you, know, think, you think it's like the invisibility moment, thing you start? Next minute they're 18, haven't learned to speak yet. Yeah. It's just very tempting. Well, it's obviously very popular in usage, because I, I seem to meet lots of 18-year-olds that can't really speak <laughs> yet. <laughs> but um, well, that's a good thing. Oh, so, uh, what else? I'm scratching a lot. You know, it's this talk about um, nits and things. Mm. You know, when people start talking... stations Yeah. Makes you itchy. What else? I read something that mice, you know, mice shouldn't just be seen as pests because they can have some very useful applications. This is a new thing I saw in the new science. Is this Richard Gere's autobiography? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um, this no, that guy... that was the hamster that wasn't feeling well. <laughs> this man... Um, that would have been a great excuse. Not <laughs> 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 to be cruel, to be kind. The, um, Why do you think that hamster wasn't feeling well? The, um, I don't know what you're talking about, actually. <laughs> what are you talking about? The inventor, yeah. Aaron Lambruso, from oh, Israel. Oh, he invented um, wine. <laughs> no, you okay. didn't. No, you're thinking of yeah, okay. something else. Um, and um, he has invented a, um, a detector for airports, a security detector. I think you'll find there's already one of those. He's wasted a lot yeah. of time. No, but there's a new, a new way of detecting things. Detecting, like, guns like and explosives, things. Explosives and drugs. Okay. Mice. So he has in this archway metal detector thing, he has four cartridges, and each of these cartridges They're has like cartridges, eight mice. Right? Getting a bit yeah. Darren Brown. Cartridges. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I don't. This is what he calls them. Okay. The cartridges full of mice. Eight, cartridges eight mice, full of mice. Eight mice in each. And what happens is the mice are trained to smell explosives and drugs. Sorry. 
Can I stop you at yeah. the mice are trained? <laughs> yeah, they train Which the mice. I take issue with. What does it mean by cartridges? There's eight mice in a cartridge. <laughs> I guess sort of like because you need to be able to remove them because I think, you need to change yeah, the so mice. Yeah, so I assume they mean like compartments. Compartment. So, so it's like battery hens. They're in tiny yeah, little exactly. cramped compartments. Well, I don't know wrong. how cramped they are. Um, and um, these are what they do. is as You're defending Lambrusco. As, as I think it's an interesting idea. As people walk through, air from the people is pumped over the mice and they smell the people. And then if they smell explosives or drugs, they run away, the mice. When you say run away, you mean they turn around <laughs> in yeah. the car. Trich. Well, there's somewhere yeah. for them to go because what it does is it monitors when they run. And if they all run, then they've, they've detected something. Really? You see, so they can yeah, but smell, there's a lot of fallibility, I think, here. I mean, just say you had a cheesy Dorito in your pocket. <laughs> well, they'd run they'd towards that. They'd go mental. That. They'd yeah. run towards it. Well, they would. They'd go crazy with that. Yeah. To say. It's, um, I've always thought that the working animal, they got a bad break, did they? <laughs> I mean, what a rob. It's to be an, the great joy of being an animal is that you just sit around and do nothing all day. And then you see those poor things in, you know, I, I saw a sniffer dog at, um, at an airport. It, it had a high-vis jacket on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, humiliating. And it was walking on the carousel. So it was oh. walking and not getting anywhere. I don't know if he even knew it was on a carousel. He might have been working out, little it could, treadmill. could have possibly been on a... Maybe on that it Charles was a, Atlas diet. Yeah, maybe it was a, a, a third-world version of the Generation game. But anyway, he, w- he was walking away on this thing, and I just—I I don't know—I just thought I felt sorry for it. I thought, "What? It's got a job. An animal doesn't want a job." It's like when they make those Alsatians jump through the old fire hoops at the police display. Oh, they love that, though. Oh, do they? Yeah, I think they. What? Like. How do you know they love that? It's a bit like the hamster wasn't feeling well. It's- well, that's true. <laughs> I'm thinking about now elephant smugglers. Ah. They'd detect the mice, wouldn't they? And that, oh, yeah. see, they'd be scared so, of the mice. Yes, uh, I'm a bit. It's sort of like the Flintstones, you know, on the Flintstones, when every um, appliance is sort of run by some sort of animal. Yeah, where the uh, the, the stylus on the record player <laughs> yeah. was like a, like a bird beak. Yeah, yeah. like that. But I feel, I I feel creepy about there being mice there. No, I you agree. With I mean, you. there's mice near, having to walk through an archway of milling, seething with mice. Mm. What would you? What would you have? A bit creepy. What would I have inside it? Electric. No, what would you have instead? I mean, you could have... Instead. Well, this You is- could have a... a, say, a say a chimpanzee that's been cut into a suitcase. So, like, there's, there's five holes, one for the head <laughs> and then the thing. And you just carry it around like that, like a, like a portable radio set. What do you think? Interesting. And that, what, another animal that's got excellent sense of smell is a moth. Get lost. Yeah, moths, moths have excellent <laughs> sense of smell. Get lost. They I'm do. Moths, I don't even have a nose. <laughs> moths have excellent olfactory system and imagine you know just in the in the airport they just release moths but how do the and moths fl- tell you they flutter towards the they have to go towards but if a light's turned on you're going to yeah, be in problems aren't it, yeah. you <laughs> the terrorists and could just have a I candle i find lights often are turned on in airports <laughs> they're not yeah. dark yeah, that's true so that's the stupid or bees yeah. bees can smell fear Oh, that's like, great in an airport. A terrorist would be nervous. <laughs> Does yeah, smell any bees? There's a shortage of bees, as it is. Bees and moths flying around the airport. I think people have tried... Haven't people tried uh, bees? I like the way, after my optic <laughs> nerve comment, you all look towards me as the Stephen Fry of the yeah, group now. It's yeah. one thing I know. 
Like, well, that was one thing you made up. No, it's true. You can't Take see it. from inside an invisibility cloak. Nobody knows. It's true. No. Did you do physics at school? No, you did media GCSE. arts, so be quiet. <laughs> did you do media arts? Yeah, that yeah. was his degree. So degree? What's I did a GCSE. It's a well. sort of an invisible degree. <laughs> so you would know. <laughs> it's an invisibility cloak for people who want to give people jobs. I don't think the child stars of Harry Potter will need an invisibility cloak for <laughs> very much longer. I, I think they'll disappear by the process of nature. I was Ron Weasley! Ron Weasley! Who? What's a Ron Weasley? You're listening to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, the softest, mintiest show in town. Sponsored by Tree Bar Soft Mints. Absolute Radio.